0: It's another lovely Wednesday, January 18th, to be exact. This is the Chasing Points Podcast, where each week we give you your weekly honest dive into the sports world. I, myself, and Brandon, normally my co-host Sam is here, uh, but we have our good friend Harrison filling in again, uh, which we love to have Harrison on the show, and now we can get some of his picks and uh potentially i can torture him on xbox with these picks as we go forward so harrison welcome back how are you my friend i'm good happy wednesday yes uh, happy to be <laughs> back on
1: <laughs> great wednesday here uh, just happy to be back on always a pleasure
0: yes yes uh the reason we are laughing is because we just had something happen in pre-production which is absolutely hilarious but that is just between harrison and myself so we'll just jump right into this this past week weekend was the wild card round uh we are now heading into the divisional round with some interesting matchups but there's There's no shortage of news when it comes to the NFL this time of year. Uh, And we're just going to jump right into some of the things that have happened based off of uh, what happened this past week. So there's a lot of firings that have happened. uh, But the first thing, uh, which I'm sure if you probably watch any uh, sports outlet on Tuesday, uh, even today, they are talking about Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Uh, As the Buccaneers got absolutely destroyed uh, by the Cowboys. Uh, I apologize to Cowboys fans because I did not choose you guys, uh, but I should have chose you guys because the Buccaneers are and were this way the whole entire year, uh, but I just went off the record basically that Tom Brady had never lost to the Cowboys, and here we are. Uh, well, outside of that, this the way that Tom waved as he tipped his hat while running off the field, I know he always loves uh, hugs and kisses his family if they're available or, or at the actual uh, stadium, which he did so. But his, uh, his post-game presser, kind of a little cryptic. A lot of questions asked if he was going to return or not. So my question right off the rip, Harrison, is this Tom Brady's last game? And if not, where does he go? Uh, no, not his last game.
1: I just don't trust him. Even if he says he's retiring, I still think he'd come back. I, I uh, mean, you know. Uh, got a new girlfriend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Juvenate. Why why would he retire? Why why not just keep going? I, I don't see him retiring. Uh where he plays, I I don't know. Couldn't answer that one. Uh, um uh the Bucs obviously flamed out. Um, they haven't been very good all season. Um, so not much to add on that. I just don't think it's his last game for
0: I want to say that I agree with you um, because of what he just did this past year <laughs> uh, of retiring and then coming out of retirement to to play. I know the reasoning behind his retirement, as he stated on his or friends close to him, stated that he didn't want the uh, the goodbye tour. Uh, that's why he did it during the offseason. But then he just couldn't give it up. Uh Obviously, throughout the whirlwind that he had of of this year of of uh, splitting with his his former wife now that the the mother of his children uh, now having a new girlfriend as you mentioned, uh, Thomas had a roller coaster of a year with no offensive lineman just getting back his center in this past game. Uh, I definitely don't see him going back to the Bucks if if he is decide to return. I definitely could see him going to I know. The Talks were him and Sean Payton over this past offseason to go to the Dolphins and Tom playing and then potentially being a part of ownership. Uh, but I really kind of see him almost going where Sean Payton goes, and I think that is if that all depends on if the Saints lower their asking price because right now they're asking for a hall of picks for Sean Payton, which I understand you're you have a hall of fame coach, he just up and left you. You're a little bit bitter. You want to get something in return. Completely understand. I kind of see him going there or to a team that's already built for success. Um, which, who knows? He he could potentially go to his hometown team, the Niners, as it's seemingly to be a plug and play. I don't think that'd be smart for them to do that. Uh, but he really can go wherever there's not a surefire quarterback uh, at this point. Where that is, don't know. So I. Can't, I want to give an answer. I'll give an answer. I think he retires. I think he retires. But I'm not gonna hold my breath on that. This <laughs> let's just put it that way. Um that's fair. There's there's more this this one is more of a college football uh point, but it had a lot to do with the NFL, and it's because Jim Harbaugh Harbaugh every offseason since he's been with Michigan has flirted with the NFL about potentially returning again. Uh, he was being interviewed by the Broncos. Uh, he has again, two years in a row been interviewed by NFL team and now has decided to go back to Michigan, which shout out to our buddy, Jeff, a huge Michigan fan said, I don't see why he wouldn't go back there. He's he's got most of his starters coming back. So they have another chance of giving it a go for the national championship. Uh, I'm just genuinely sick and tired of the back and forth. Um, I just wish he would choose one or the other and just stay there. Uh, you have you finally built something in Michigan. Uh, but I, I did like Jim Harbaugh in, in the NFL. So whichever one you choose, fine. But just stop having this back and forth every uh, offseason. Uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, of him flirting with the league again?
1: It uh, doesn't bother me one bit. I mean, I, I you know, he deserves to have the conversations. Um, he's obviously a good coach. He's done really good things with Michigan. <laughs> that that needs to go. It's yeah. It doesn't need to be said, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think the conversation, the conversations, I think maybe it's just the media blowing up those conversations to the point of, oh, he's talking to so-and-so again, or he's talking to this team or that team. Um, but, I mean, I think those conversations happen all across the board with a lot of coaches. Um, yeah. and I think this one is just, because it's just keeps happening over and over again. It's more for comedic uh, sense, but, you know, he deserves to have those conversations. Um, And I think he's making the right choice heading back to Michigan. They built an outstanding program and um, they're doing well right now. So why, why abort that train?
0: Exactly. My, that's, that's my exact sentiment. Um, I I just, I know he's a, he's a great coach. Uh, I just don't like all the back and forth way, but he does, to your point, have the ability to, kind of juggle this choice at this point in time he's earned the right to interview with the nfl and he's also earned the right to stay at michigan as well too even though they they've lost two years in a play two years in a row in the playoff but prior to him that team wasn't even making it to the playoffs right so it's it's really his choice and and i i do support him because i actually really do like jim Harbaugh, um a guy that i i genuinely like um, because of what he brought to my Eagles was Jim Schwartz, uh defensive coordinator. He has just been signed by the Browns to be their defensive coordinator. The Browns have had some, and they do still have some really, really good players on defense, but I think they just need somebody that's really going to do there. I'm just going to tell the Browns players right now, just get prepared to blitz because he's going to send the whole house like half the game. Um, <laughs> just watching him for all the years using Philly, 100% that's what he did. Uh, Just really wanted to put that out there and put that on people's radar. We really don't have to go too much into that because I really want to talk about Lamar Jackson. Uh, So the Ravens lost to the Bengals uh, this past weekend, uh, 17 to 24 uh, with no Lamar Jackson. Huntley was the quarterback, uh, did a pretty solid job. uh, Could have potentially still won the game uh, with Huntley back there, but as plenty of Lamar's teammates have said after uh, the game, we would have won this game if Lamar was there. And I wholeheartedly believe that they could have won that game, but he wasn't there. Uh, Lamar has in in the past week has come out leading up to the game, uh, tweeted about his actual injury. Uh, the PCL sprain, uh, why he would love to be there, but he's not going to give it a go unless he's 100%. And he shouldn't, as I've said on numerous occasions on this podcast, Lamar, until you get your coin and it's secured, don't do anything, period. If you don't have to, don't. They don't want to pay you, don't get on the field. But Lamar tweeted after the game this. When you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. Because when you take care of something good, that good thing takes care of you too. So, read into that <laughs> any way you'd like to read into that. Uh, so, I'll, I'll give the floor to you, Harrison, because I want to hear what you think after hearing this tweet and kind of this whole uh saga that has has ran this his whole course throughout the whole season and then i'll jump in and give my two cents after
1: sure so i mean first off i don't think it's like a you know i can play if i have money situation i think he's actually injured like and so and his teammates are saying that inside the locker room so it's not mm-hmm. like a just brace it up and play like he's actually hurt so i don't understand the conversation around that or calling into question his like ability to like be there for the team or be a warrior for them or get out on the field with his teammates. I don't think that's uh, coming into play at all inside that locker room, at least with his teammates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's kind of nonsense. And the narrative that's been driven on that one is just it's just weird to me. Um, secondly, yeah, I, I think the Ravens are playing games like I, there's some you know stories in the media coming out and how that obviously are being pushed by the team mm-hmm. um, or people inside the organization that are shedding Lamar in a in a poor light. Um, And hopefully that's not the case, but that's the way it looks from the outside. So um, he deserves to be paid. He's a great quarterback. Um, They need to stop messing around with that um, unless they don't think he's a guy. If they don't think he's a guy, then they need to move on. But um, obviously he's an MVP quarterback. Um, He's he's putting up numbers. I don't know what else better you can get from there. You can move on to a different type of quarterback if you think that's what you want to move on to. Um, but I think that would be a mistake. Uh, so obviously, Lamar's going to have plenty of suitors if it, if it's if it does go that way, um, and he deserved deservedly so.
0: I could not agree with you uh, more. Uh, this has been this has been a sad situation because I, I we've watched Lamar come from winning a Heisman in college. Them saying that he couldn't translate to the NFL, that he's more of a running back wide receiver. You should convert to that because he's not a true quarterback to going out and winning the MVP his second season to them saying that he can't pass in the pocket to him being able to do that and almost winning MVP last year, uh, <laughs> even though Aaron Rodgers won it. Uh, so he's been in the conversation damn near every year he's been in the league thus far. Uh, they don't have enough talent around him. And when they do have talent around him, the talent leaves because they don't pay the talent either. Uh, also remembering he was not drafted by this current uh, front office. he So the, he's not technically their guy, but they also don't want to be the guys that are looking at it and say, hey, we let Lamar Jackson walk for peanuts, right? Um, looking at this, all I've ever heard from his teammates and anybody that's been around Lamar is how much of a stand-up guy he is, how much he fights for his team. And I think you can genuinely see that in John Harbaugh's face when he was asked questions. He was kind of frustrated with it. But this this type of tactic that's being done by the front office is, is what gets good coaches fired because you don't keep these certain players around here and pay them what they need to do and then they leave and then that team does nothing and they start to lose they built this team for Lamar, and now we're playing this back-and-forth whole mumbo-jumbo. I'm, I'm not with it, bro. Uh, honestly, I just want Lamar to get his coin, and I don't care where it is. If it's not with the Ravens, they're, they're going to try to franchise tag him. He doesn't have to sign it whatsoever. Um, so I hope he gets his money from them, and if not, he'll get it from somebody in the league. Because teams, there's definitely teams, one being your team, uh, that 100% would be like, hey, listen, (laughs) send him over here. Uh, We'll take him. You can take whatever picks you're saying you want, and we'll take this guy. Because he deserves that money that Deshaun Watson got. Not in trouble, has done more in the league than Deshaun at this point in time. I I don't see why he doesn't get his coin. He should. Plain in (laughs) some Hey, that uh, man. He if, 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 on his name. I, yeah, I, it's so crazy how he's been so disrespected since coming into the league. It's
1: every year, even every MVP, single year. Like even one
0: he won an MVP, still disrespected. Like I yep. just don't
1: understand it. Yep,
0: I do understand it, but I, I mean, we definitely understand it. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about it on here plenty of times. There's a there's a difference between black quarterbacks and white quarterbacks, and and mobile quarterbacks, and and pocket passing quarterbacks, and it's always the same rhetoric every single time and it has not changed uh, which is pretty disgusting um but they're in the same
1: playbook over
0: and over it it, it really really is that it, it doesn't it just shows your true colors and then you want to say things uh anonymously and not even put your name attached to it which says a whole lot more about you and your criticism uh, once you're anonymous it goes in one ear and out the other for me um but let's let's move forward to the Chargers, who also lost this weekend um, which was absolutely wild uh, that the Chargers were up at halftime by 27. <laughs> up at halftime by 27 points. The Jags had absolutely no points on the board. I think Trevor Lawrence ended up throwing six picks in the first half, if I remember correctly. And here we are. The Jags end up winning the game 31 to 30. Somebody had to go, and (laughs) they fired their offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi. Now, I know somebody had to go, but that's not the person that I thought should have went. And the person that I thought should have went is Brandon Staley. Because some of the questionable things that he has done, i.e. last week playing Mike Williams and having him getting injured in a game that they already receded, Cracking two ribs was out two weeks. So if they advance, they still wouldn't have him for the divisional round. You do that. There's been questionable calls all last year and then this year as well. And he's not the one that's fired. So I don't know if you follow Brandon Staley like that, Harrison, or even care to even know what's going on with him. uh, But do you think he's the one that should have been fired over Joe Lombardi? Uh, I mean like you said somebody has to go <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: that's kind of it's like a irredeemable loss like mm-hmm. there's really, like that sticks with with the team with the players yeah. for a long time but I mean the charges have had plenty of those losses uh it, it's basically just the franchises mo which is pretty sad I mean they have talented players they do um and and blowing a 27 point lead is in a playoff game is just it, it's nothing but sad. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Sad. Like it's it was hard. It was hard to like. No, nah, it wasn't hard to watch. <laughs> you know, it was it was it was great to watch. But it was just yeah yeah. Someone's got to go. Head's got to roll. It's who, who it's, it was doesn't really matter.
0: It's someone's just crazy go. to me that they. A buddy of mine that is a diehard Chargers fan had a conversation with me, and he said, you know, I just really There's don't diehard Chargers fans out there? There there are. There are. Uh, that, it, it shocked me, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's it's yeah. just they keep getting, they keep wasting a lot of talent that they've had there. I mean, they had oh, yeah. Drew Brees at one time with LaDamian Thomason. Then they had Phillip Rivers come in after Drew, Drew Brees left with LaDamian Thomason, and they still didn't win. They had all that going on back there. They have a great defense now. They have a great young quarterback in Herbert. Uh they have two phenomenal wide receivers. They have uh Joey Bosa, it's Joey Bosa, yeah. Uh, and and Khalil Mack on the on the defensive side. They they are building things and still not getting over the hump. So it's starting to feel like it's it's more organizationally uh disastrous. Um than it is anything else because the players are out there doing what they're supposed to be doing, but you can't be up 27 and end up losing after that. Like you literally only put up three points after that three points after the half. So it's not great at all. (laughs) Uh, It's just not great at all. And it, it sucks to see that happen. And, And of course I wanted to pick the Jags last week and talking to that individual, I kind of swayed my thing, and I this is why I never do that, and I'm never doing it again. So just mark my word. If I don't care if any yeah, of you hit me up and are friends and, like, why didn't you pick – because I didn't pick your team. Okay? Damn it. You guys, it's just guys it. are hot, man. I, last time I
1: was on, I said they got a good schedule coming in. Trevor Taylor. Lawrence is looking to turn up, and look at him now.
0: He's He's coming into right, his own. I'm not right often. <laughs> Today I am he's he's coming into his own for sure and uh i really 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 am getting like andrew luck type vibes and that's that's in a good way that's a not what happened in his the latter half of his career uh but he was the next big thing since him and i think he's starting to live up to it cuz he's starting to get the the feel of the game outside but he's got to get rid of those picks like this that's what he's got worked on the offseason which i think he will i think yeah, he'll be fine i don't,
1: I don't think he's um uh, i don't you're not saying he's anywhere near as talented as andrew love yeah I mean, no yes he definitely got the same type of hype but he is a gamer like i do think he's got um a winner's mentality and he's you know not gonna quit obviously so mm-hmm. and he's shown that so i like
0: him i like him i do as well and i mean they also have a uh a man in the room sam and i have talked about this plenty of times by getting Doug P uh, instead of that little child that formerly coached Ohio state and the Gators. I won't say his name. Cause I refuse to say his name. Um, he's probably in a bar somewhere picking up minors um, anyway. So we're going to go to what the scores were. I've, I've already touched on a couple of them, uh, but uh, the Seahawks uh, Harrison's former team, uh, one of his former teams uh, because Russell, there. excuse me. I love the league. Wow. Um not the Chargers. Such, such a PC response. Uh the Seahawks <laughs> lost 23 to 41 to the Niners. Uh Brock Purdy is still balling out over there for the Niners, which is absolutely wild. Mr. Irrelevant is Mr. Relevant. Uh, and he is been on fire since he stepped into that spot. Uh I, I do feel bad for Gino. Uh Gino is he he's probably going to win probably comeback player of the year, even though it should be my boy, Brandon Graham. And that's not even being biased. Just just check his stats, but Gino wants to stay with the Seahawks. He said he wants to end his career there. Uh, that it's going to be really interesting to see what the Seahawks do, uh, because they're 100% in the market for a quarterback. And I don't think they're going to just settle with Gino Smith. Um, but I'd love to see Gino go back. Uh, would you love him to stay there or just go? Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I just I don't think they're winning anything in that division in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, you know, I, I thought they were tearing it down. So this is obviously a monumental, um, true, you know, monumental season for them to even really make the playoffs. Like going in their pick to finish kind of dead last in their division, um, not be very good. Um, and, and Gino balled out, um, played well, obviously, but we're seeing like with Russell Wilson, going to the Broncos and how much he threw for the seal. Like, it's kind of, it could be a system. It could be Pete Carroll. Like yeah. why are we not throwing more respect to Pete Carroll for even bringing that team who, who just not very good to that wild card appearance. So, I mean, I, I like Geno. I think it's probably a plug-and-play situation, mm-hmm. but I, they're not a Super Bowl contender anytime soon, so I don't know what direction that franchise goes. I, I really, really couldn't tell you.
0: I That's one of the biggest mysteries, and it's it's, it's extremely important that we highlight the part of they weren't supposed to go anywhere this year. No, this was supposed nowhere. to be a rebuild, <laughs> and what Geno had done in, in, in that system, I, I do agree with you 100%. Uh, that P. Carroll needs to have some respect put on his name because he was damn near dragged through the mud when Russ was there his last season. And I don't know if it's the coaching, blah, blah, blah. Russ left, and they made it to the playoffs, and they look pretty fine. And I think it's just got to be his system uh, that everybody Still buys missing. to him. Still missing
1: the USC. I know. I mean, also, shout out to the best kicker in the NFL, Marisone, Jason Myers. There you
0: go. <laughs> there you There you Check go. Check the stats. I, I'm not arguing with you. I That's, I'm not arguing. That should have paid that man. So well, they definitely should have. Uh he also was with the Jags too, and they should have paid him too. So whatever. Um we already talked about the Chargers and and their Oh, you don't know, want to talk about the Niners, because I do.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, we can <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and talk about the Niners. Uh what a what a fantastic team. Like we were talking about them, like obviously early on. Like, could Trey Lance or could Jimmy kind of Pick up the slack because the defense was there. Um, the the weapons on the outside, the running game, it was all there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they seem to have that that quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant. Like, how how do you not get like Tom Brady vibes with this? <laughs> like <laughs> came from nowhere, is absolutely balling out, like, not like managing just managing the game. Like no. he's scrambling around the pocket, he's throwing dimes, like he looks like he has the arm strength like how is this not the Super Bowl pick right now at this exact moment this and yes I know the Eagles are sitting right there Mm -hmm. but looking at the 49ers and how they've closed out the season and how they're playing right now I I don't see they're my pick and that's just like that's definitely uh just a, a, a reaction to the moment but like they look so so legit
0: that You'll see, and I'll explain more with my pick when it comes to this week, why I think that may be altered because he has been balling out. And in this game, he was 60% on his completions, threw for 332 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and had a QB rating of 131.5. The That's week before, I had a QBR bad. of 141.3. So, yeah, he's he's been doing him. Uh, he's legit been doing him, uh, (laughs) since he's come in. It's just that I I don't Yes, Do they look good? Do I think it's a plug and play situation there? Absolutely. But I, I, I don't know how much longer he can hold up. I'm not talking about the team around him. I'm that's the only part that I'm curious about, but if he can just hold up enough and do that, he doesn't even need to put three touchdowns on with that defense, the way they're playing, if he can put two touchdowns on the board or just move in and manage it, not turn the ball over, they could get to wherever they need to get to period. So it's possible to see them go anywhere. Honestly, it's so funny that they
1: played the Seahawks. And this is just exactly the Seahawks model. Like that's how they won the the Super Bowl with Russ. Like Russ was not Russ yet. Yep. Um, And, you know, if he can just not turn the ball over, I don't see how they lose.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. I'm I'm intrigued to see. I just want the matchup to be them in the Eagles in the in the conference championship. I just truly, truly want it uh, because of it, that that would be phenomenal. But we'll see. I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed on that one. Uh, my dad's Dolphins lost. And sorry, Dad. Uh, not sorry. Uh, <laughs> to the Bills. Uh, thirty-one to thirty-four. Uh, no, Tua.
1: No, Tua fought valiantly. They were a good team. Another team that has, you know, a lot of weapons. Um, They had a good regular season, just the two a thing they could quite never overcome. Um, Their coach seems really legit. I I really like him. I I really like his process and all the social media clips they put out about him. He looks like a cool guy to play for. Um, But the two a situation just kind of loomed large um, and, and the bills are, are the bills.
0: I like the bills a lot, obviously. Yeah. McDaniels took over, uh, He took over actual offensive playing calling, which is what he was known for before coming there um, while he was uh, vaping on the sideline uh, during the game, which is absolutely hilarious uh, that he, I don't know why he didn't think that he was going to get caught. Like there's, (laughs) <laughs> several cameras and there is definitely one dedicated to you as a coach there's one um, camera on him ex- at all times yeah exactly <laughs> ex- Like i don't know like what you thought but you going like this and trying to cover your mouth like we didn't know that it's vape and seeing smoke come out after bro you gotta be better um he's a man of the people he's he's hilarious though but no i <laughs> i think the tua loss was huge that that impacted them a lot because if Tua was there i think that would have been a they 100% could have really won that game. And they still were still in the game with a Skylar Thompson, who didn't do too bad, didn't do too bad. Um, but I also think he didn't do too bad because the Bills haven't really been living up to that Super Bowl contender that we saw and thought they could be. Um, I know they've had an emotional roller coaster in the past couple of weeks. They've been up and down with that. But I mean, even before that, uh, they they've lost games to the Jets in MetLife. They've they've lost close games to uh, the Dolphins. If I remember correctly, earlier in the season, they lost the game to the Dolphins uh, the first half. Right. No, they end up winning both ones. Right. No, they won. I don't remember which one. Anyway, sh-
1: they look sh- they've looked shaky. for they've, sure.
0: they've looked shaky and plenty of times. And I mean, for those that are like, well, you know, Josh Allen's got an interception problem. He's he's been that guy from college coming into the NFL. And that was one of his knocks one of the only knocks that they actually had on them so that's what you're going to get with josh allen but you're also going to get a big arm that makes big plays that can make all the throws uh that can scramble when he needs to needs to protect himself when he scrambles uh but these type of these type of plays but i don't the bills need to be on their p's and q's uh for this week uh because they are not playing slouch at all and that is going to be a very, very interesting game, and we'll get into that in a second for sure. Uh, do you have anything else for the Bills before we move on?
1: No, I, they definitely look shaky. Um, obviously, they they probably got some good karma on their side. I, I believe in mm-hmm. karma a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it, at, for me, it depends on their matchup, who they see, um, and if they're home or not. Um, and that, that, that'll kind of determine, you know, if I think they kind of move on or, or just, you know, flutter out. But it would be a wasted year for them. They looked like gangbusters to be in the season. They did. They um, did. I mean, any year, you know, with, with the core they have and what they have going on is probably a wasted year at this point if it's not a Super Bowl because they, they look so
0: on track to get one. Yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust. But they what they built in in Buffalo, also what they've built in the Niners uh, out in San Fran, it's, these are some teams that have taken time that were at the bottom of the barrel for a little bit but have been able to build up a solid sure. roster and and they both have that. So it's essentially at this point is Super Bowl or bust for either of those teams. Uh the game that I said in the team that I said was going to win, uh, because it was so time for the Vikings to go, the Giants ended up pulling out the win. I don't know why I put this the wrong way, but the Vikings were thirty one, Giants thirty-four. Um you know. yeah, I knew you knew. <laughs> but uh Saquon, enough giant, giant fan friends. Yeah, We have plenty. Unfortunately, I actually saw one in a particular video cussing out the Eagles at Minnesota. (laughs) So uh, I will be sure to make sure uh, I have a conversation with that lovely gentleman. And I will share that video with you as well, because you golf with his brother anyway. Keep the the receipts. Yeah. Oh, I got the receipts. I always keep them. Uh, But the Giants, uh, I'm still going to call him Danny Ducks. Uh, until he proves more. This season was has been a solid season for Daniel Jones, and um, that game has been probably the best game that I've ever seen Daniel Jones have, period. Uh, with Saquon back there running like nobody can stop him, pretty much when he's running full steam ahead, nobody can stop him. Uh, but seeing the likes of Hodginson step up, um, what the Giants are doing, what Brian Dable has done since coming there is absolutely wild and all the true giants fans that i talked to ab- about their season is they they would obviously love to see their team win but at this point in time they've already won because i don't think most people outside of damian george decided to pick the giants going further in this situation which is still wild to me uh but i as i said last week on this podcast the vikings play a second half t- a game every game that they played and play comeback that does not work in the playoffs this was exactly what I meant you can't play second half football like this in the playoffs against a team that is also a good team there and the Vikings got exposed and it's the one person that we always focus back on Kirk Cousins it's always goes back to Kirk Cousins Um, I think Justin Jefferson got them out of a lot this year uh, but when it comes to crunch time, prime time, Kurt, the numbers are there. Doesn't really live up to it. And I'm not putting this all on him because the defense couldn't stop a nosebleed either. So very interesting game. It was a really, really good game. Uh, what were your thoughts on this game?
1: Uh, just to set the record straight, Dame said he's picking the Giants just to be contradictory to what we were all picking. It's not true. because he believed in them, but just because he want to be contradictory for the podcast. Let's he also just, said he also said they're go the they going to win the division.
0: He also said they were going to win
1: the division. That
0: that was that. <laughs>
1: so yeah. Uh-huh. Um yeah, man. Giants, I they're just they just continue to do it. Um I think they got a favorable matchup with the Vikings. Um I'm not really sold on them other than Justin Jefferson. Obviously Kirk Cousins is he's fine. He's fine, but he's not, you know, a, a Super Bowl winning AFC championship winning quarterback in my okay. mind. Um, And that kind of just played out how, not how we thought it would. I knew it would be a good game. I thought it would kind of be, you know, a coin flip um, and that it would be tight to the end. And it, and it was Um, so, you know, hats off to the giants. Um, Obviously their fans deserve, you know, to kind of gloat a little bit. No one picked them. No one, no one, except Dink George, just to be honest. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But yeah, coming with from what they came from last year, and and didn't make many changes to the roster. Um, the, obviously, the coaching staff has done a hell of a job. Um, players have improved and stepped up, and and hats off to them.
0: Yeah, this is uh, I'm I'm really intrigued to see what the Vikings do next year, but I'm really intrigued to see uh this matchup next week for the Giants. Um, as we mentioned earlier, the Ravens lost to the Bengals, uh, 17 to 24. Uh, Joe Burrow, as DPS de- team also ne- named this man Thorough Burrow, absolutely, absolutely can't even hit on that one. Uh, because he is, is awesome. absolutely thorough. Yeah, he's he is a problem, <laughs> he is an absolute problem. And the, the receiving core that they put around this young man is also a problem. Um, and they look better than they did last year. There was a couple fumbles throughout that game. And I don't mean literal fumbles, but throughout that game that just, I could not believe that happened. Uh, the game was really close throughout. I know the score says 21, 24 to 17. Uh, but if it wasn't for uh, punching the ball when Huntley dove, which I don't know why he dove that far out um, and getting that running it all the way back, this game could have been way closer because if they scored at that point in time, this could have been a whole different game. Um, but it didn't happen and the Bengals won. But now the Bengals get to go and play the Bills and I I just I'm so happy for this divisional round that we're about to get into on in a second. But uh I again really really curious to see what the Ravens are going to do this off season because I'm 100% sure the top storyline is going to be what is going on with Lamar Jackson. So don't need to go all the way back into that again as we just spoke about it, but that that's really what I'm intrigued by. Uh what were your thoughts after watching this game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, the Bengals were just kind of like sneakily getting getting around and kind of moving along. Obviously, they were, you know, in the Super Bowl last year and and people are quick to forget what just what just happened last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like them. I think their schedule's been super weak heading in. Mm-hmm. Um and I I don't know. I don't think I it's gonna be a huge test right now. Uh-huh. I mean they beat, you know, the Ravens twice, which I don't think they're a very good team without Lamar. Um, you know, the Bills game obviously canceled. Um, you know, they beat the Pats, beat the Bucks, who I'm not really, you know, sold on, beat the Browns, um, and and they beat the Chiefs by three before that. So their stretch has not really done it for me. And that's probably why they're kind of moving along so sneakily because they're wins that aren't just like blast it out there or like you know oh that's a signature win so you know i'm excited to see how they stack
0: up against the bills on the road this is going to be uh this is going to be so so interesting so let's let's just jump right into this so we can give you our our picks and our thoughts on the games that are coming up this weekend uh i don't know if you've had plans or not but i would absolutely say this is the weekend that you should stick in the house uh and make whatever excuse that you should possibly make because these four games are going to probably have a ton of fireworks in them. And we'll start with Saturday's first game Um, at 4 30 PM on Eastern standard time on NBC. It's the Jags at chiefs. Uh, Both Harrison and I have decided to choose the chiefs in this one. Uh, I, I just, the reasoning behind that one is I don't, it's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I I immediately go to Patrick Mahomes in my mind, he, and just he, like
1: he turned it over four times in the first half against the Chiefs. Like, it's a good it's half. over.
0: Yeah, it's over. They're not gonna give it back to you. Um, uh, yeah, that there's that. The Chiefs defense has played a lot better than it has in the past uh, two seasons. Uh, the the Mahomes Kelsey connection has been on steroids uh, this year. <laughs> Uh, and and I it's proved my point of that the number one wide receiver, the number one receiver on that team was never Tyreek Hill, it was always Travis Kelsey. Uh, as he is the best tight end in the league. So, I, I mean, the Jags are the Jags are gonna be in it for probably three quarters, depending on if they don't turn them ball over. But then I just see them, the Chiefs pulling away. Like, is they're just too much for me.
1: I see the Chiefs pulling away early. I don't think this is much of a game fair
0: fair uh i'm i we will double back on this one because i want to see what happens because i could see that happening and getting out of hand uh the game at 8 15 p.m eastern standard time on fox giants at my eagles uh both harrison and i chose the eagles uh i'm I chose my Eagles because a it's my Eagles. <laughs> Number one. How worried um, are you? Uh I'm I'm always worried every single game they played. So it doesn't it doesn't ever get higher. The only like time a it's scale to one to ten, where are we at? Uh, maybe like five. I mean, I'm always at like five. I'm even, I'm even. I'm not too high, too low with them. Um, but I also feel better that they're getting a lot of their uh players back healthy, which was a big thing. That that getting that first round by Uh, The first week by uh, was huge for them to allow a lot of key players to recover and practice this week. That was a huge, huge, huge thing. Um, So I think that helps out. But the only thing that scares me is, like, the history of seeing a divisional team and that team beating you twice in the regular season and what normally happens in the playoffs or what has happened in the playoffs is that team has your number. Uh, But I'm not not too worried, Harrison. but I, it should be a good game. Should be a good game.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be a good game. You got a divisional opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, Giants are obviously feeling themselves. Uh, Eagles can't start slow. Just nope. can't. Nope. Just can't do it. Um, But I, I'm going to uh, go with the Eagles, but I'm not sure. <laughs> fair. That's fair. I, I'm not sure. Why, what is making you unsure at this time? I think just just the rust a little bit from some of the guys coming back mm-hmm. um obviously missing hurts for a little bit It's it just thrown off their they were they're rolling they're you know machine like and um they had everything going schedule was obviously a bit easy I, I said this when we predicted it I said the Eagles schedule is pretty easy I still think they're a really good team mm-hmm. but their schedule has been a bit easy so I just want to see them they're just going to get tested obviously this is obviously a huge test against a team that's really really um has some good momentum a divisional opponent like the biggest game of the year obviously to this point for them duh uh-huh. so i'm just concerned i think they're the better team but you know i'm concerned they they could you know uh crumble a little bit under the
0: pressure that is fair uh I, that's why i'm so even kill is i'm not getting too high too low because this can really go anywhere and it, it all it takes is it, playoffs is somebody one team getting hot and that's all you need is getting hot at the right time i've Witnessed it with the Eagles in <laughs> 2017 with Nick Foles, they got hot and they just couldn't be stopped. So it's it's anybody's game. I, I yeah, kind of see they that clearly. They
1: weren't necessarily the better team that year, but
0: they were yep. hot. Yep, yeah. exactly. And the only the only game I think this week that I see just being a a blowout is the is the Chiefs Jags game. Like, that's the only one that I see taking off. This next game uh, comes on Sunday. At 3 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS, uh, the Bengals at the Bills. Uh, Harrison has the Bills. I have the Bengals. Uh, Harrison,
1: why do you have the Bills? I uh, like the Bills at home. I think they're the better team. Um, like I said before, I, I just don't think the Bengals have been truly tested in the schedule they've played lately. Um, this will be a good one, though. I don't, you know, I think it'll come down to down to the wire. Um, but I'm going to have the Bills coming out of it.
0: This is – out of all four of the games here, I'd easily have to say this is my hardest pick because they both haven't played the greatest football uh, with the caliber of players that they have on their team. Uh, And I don't really know what we're going to get. Are we going to get a defensive game? Because both teams have a defense that can play well outside of Eli Apple getting burnt all the time. Uh, But I still don't know how he's still in the league. Anyway, um, just with Joe Burrow having now been to the Super Bowl last year and now having that experience, and he just seems so cool, calm, and collective, and he doesn't really turn the ball over like that. Whereas on the other side, Josh Allen hasn't been to the Super Bowl yet. Uh, can sling the ball, has one of the best arms in the league, if not the best, and has had a, a huge interception problem this year too. Uh, but the reason why I go back and forth is you mentioned something earlier that has been on my mind since that huge uh, injury happened to DeMar Hamlin is they have some type of energy behind them right now. And that's really, again to my point just a second ago all you really need is is something that is fueling you and pushing you to the promised land so it's it's been a tussle for me but i'm just going off of i'm and I'm gonna go with joe burrow i don't like betting against him i really just don't i don't i feel like he's he's got that tom brady mentality and if you go against me like i'm i'm coming at your neck that's th- that's him
1: yeah they just I don't know. The Bills, they, like you said, they got the good momentum or they got, they're all pulling, they're pulling for each other. There's something to be said for that. And the city, the city too, it's just a, a different kind of vibe coming out of Buffalo and Buffalo fans and the way that team has been carrying themselves. And I just really want to see Bills Chiefs again. That's one Fair. of my favorite games of all time. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that I, I want to see that again the AFC Championship as much as I want to see um, Eagles 49ers. Like I, I, I want that weekend. So that's why I'm picking the Bills.
0: Fair fair i think that's 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 a uh, valid you guys stay warm up there enjoy your garbage plates and all that uh <laughs> don't hurt yourself jumping through tables and pouring ketchup and mustard all over yourselves um later that evening uh 6 30 p.m uh, eastern time on fox cowboys at the niners a classic 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 game in nfl history uh as they have a Historic rivalry, uh, which is not really rivalry because they don't see each other that much. But in the 90s, it was these guys always dueling against each other in the playoffs um, at some point in time to try to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, Harrison has the Niners and I have the Cowboys. Um, I'm just going to go first. Uh, I mentioned earlier (laughs) uh, the whole Brock Purdy situation. Now. I feel Brock Purdy hasn't slipped up yet. And I do feel he's due. Because of his rookie stature. He could just be cold-blooded. He could just be that guy and I'm underestimating him and I'm not putting respect on his name. And if that is the case and they win this game and it's a an outstanding win, win on his behalf, I will get right back on this podcast and apologize. I just know how that Cowboys defense can play and what they can do. Now, I know they just beat the Buccaneers. And as I started the top of the show, they're the Bucks. It's not hard to really look good against the Bucks this year. Uh, but I, I've watched what the Cowboys have done this year. And when they, when they actually are firing on all cylinders is tough, but the Niners have been firing on all cylinders for quite some time now. Um, I just think with, with Dak, if he doesn't turn the ball over, I think the Cowboys could win this, but I think this game really comes down to a field goal, Harrison. I really do, and if it does come down to a field goal, history tells me that the Niners are going to win this game. But I don't know. I I feel like the Cowboys might pull this game out. I I don't know why. I don't know why.
1: You're you're like not. Uh, you're scared to put like respect on Purdy's name, which is fine. But like you're putting a lot of respect on Dak Prescott's name.
0: Uh, and he doesn't, he doesn't,
1: uh, like against the 49ers defense as well like I think that's yeah. isn't the Cowboys defense it, it is it is you you're you're right <laughs> you're right but I, I for me this one is this one was an easy pick for me I I can't pick the Cowboys in in any type of big game I, I just I can't do it and that's another kind of Chargers self-fulfilling prophecy type of thing because I haven't seen them do it in so so long I um, mean, I really like how the 49ers look right now I'm probably prisoner of the moment but I'm still rolling with it um again the Cowboys slate closing the year not impressive it's just not impressive to me yeah I mean they beat the Texans they beat the Colts, they beat the or they lost to the Jags who are hot obviously that yeah. started the Jags run uh beat the Eagles uh, was impressive but without Jalen Hurts Gee, yep Titans and then lost to the commanders so I, and then beat the Bucks. I, I just don't see their resume. I, I don't like what I'm seeing out of them. Um, I'm slandering the Cowboys a lot, so they'll probably win. But I think the 49ers are going to win this game.
0: I I, I told Harrison before uh, we started this that it's probably a reverse psychology thing for me uh, here <laughs> uh, with, with the Cowboys because uh, I do truly want to see them lose. Uh, but I would honestly... I, it's This is where I'm torn, Harrison, as an Eagles fan. They haven't beaten anyone. Well, n- no, they really haven't. <laughs> and when they beat the Eagles, they barely beat the Eagles with Gardner Minshew as the quarterback. So there's that. But my thing is, I'm okay with the Eagles playing either one of these teams if they're able to get past the Giants. Here's why. If they play the Cowboys, it's obviously the Eagles-Cowboys. And then we can finally shut this argument up for a while on either side, right? It's, you can always have bragging rights. But like, remember that time we beat you to go to the Super Bowl, right? And it, it's that bragging rights. It's kind of like when UNC beat Duke in the uh, NCAA tournament. Harrison, you're a Duke fan, right? I think I'm a Tar Heel fan. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but on the other end, you have the Niners, and that's been the team that, every analyst across the board is saying this is the only team that we can see stopping the Eagles. So either one of those matchups, I would absolutely love to see. Uh, so i am just, I hope the Eagles just hold up their end of the bargain and whoever they face here is going to be must see TV. So uh, <laughs> I guess it's just time to get the popcorn out and see what's going to happen from this point. Um Hopefully you're uh, free and you're watching these games with me, but we'll see. Uh, let's get to the NBA. Don't have much to talk about the NBA because it hasn't really been popping, popping like that. They're, they're, things are starting to bubble up uh, as we're getting closer to all-star break. Um, when's the trade deadline? That's coming soon, too? Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, there you go. So yeah. hearing rumors of uh, the Raptors essentially blowing up their team. Uh, a couple pieces moving around, uh, but what has stayed stationary is some of the big superstars, one being from Harrison's favorite football uh, basketball team in college from Duke, Jason Tatum out here. Absolutely balling. Uh, he's one of my favorite players. It's just it's hard not to like Jason Tatum. I hate Boston sports, but I love me some Jason Tatum. I, just, I don't care what anybody says, uh, seeing the relationship him and his son Deuce have and him having the relationship with other players. Like it's, it's hard not to love that, but he, he drops 51 on the Hornets. I had nine rebounds in it, five assists. He was 15 for 23 for field goal, uh, seven for 12, three point and 14 from 14 from the free throw line. He has been an absolute menace and is why they still sit on top of the Eastern conference at this point in time, I don't really see uh, people moving them off that spot. Even with Giannis, I I, I don't see it. It's just, they're they're still winning and they don't even have Jalen Brown right now, if I remember correctly, right? So he's still still injured and they're still doing this. So when Jalen Brown comes back, they were cruising when he was there and not injured. So it's hard to see, plenty any team really coming out of the east past them um especially now that they've had this experience of going to uh the the finals i think that's fueled these boys even more um you would have thought with the change of head coach they might have a, a a slow start out the gate they absolutely did the exact opposite of that uh and they continued to ball out from there uh what do you think of tatum's performance uh where he he places this year i guess in the mvp voting and where you see the Celtics ending
1: um all right I'll start first so his performance uh last place Hornets uh, I'm cool <laughs> with it uh, <laughs> I think he's an absolute superstar he should do that stuff um but it's part of the reason the NBA's not it's been a little numb this year because yeah. of, there's so many performances like this every single night namely by yeah. Luca and Jokic and Giannis and Tate it's just. Every night is like a different one, which is incredible, um, but also a little numbing at the same time. It's like, all right, cool. Like an, another 50-point triple-double or you know, just yeah. the yeah. league's in a, in a great place if you're it really is. in entertainment every single night and the parity amongst you know, the teams in the East and the West. So, um, But I do see the Celtics kind of continuing to cruise. Like they're, they're a, a really, really solid team. They've been that, They added Malcolm Brogdon. Like they're just – really 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 good um and we'll see what kind of matchups they get in in the playoffs but it would not shock me to see them make it to the championship again and even win it this time because that's how good that team is um is there a third question i don't remember MVP. uh still luca for me um just the numbers he's putting up um ridiculous yeah. kind of wild and out is, is is crazy to me um and we'll see uh, we've still got a long way to go and that's another thing with the Nba season it's so long it like really I, just, I really do need to figure out a way to kind of shorten it shorten it up or or spice things up with maybe like a mid-season cup tournament or, or yeah. something that you know european soccer model does and, and and things of that nature it's just way too long and it's hard to kind of get those fans in to get excited about a 51 point game against the Hornets it's just yeah. it's not going to happen so there has to be a way to elevate elevate these games and elevate these athletes to be on a national stage they are already on a national stage but a, a relevant stage more often to compete with the NFL playoffs I mean they may they probably never will but it's this time of year where it's like NFL is king and NBA is just like all right we're just chilling until all-star game and then after that we got the trade deadline and then we're in the playoffs so there has to be a way to figure out this stretch between christmas and nfl playoffs where it's just not like oh look another 50 point game by
0: so-and-so yeah uh it's they i I forgot the numbers but nfl blew the nba out of the water when it came to the christmas games like there's as you said nfl is king there's no way they're they're competing with that but i i've loved the idea they've been flirting with this for a couple years has been talked about uh, amongst many a circles about the midseason tournament, I think that would be absolutely nuts. Like, I would, Harrison, I would love that. I would pay money to go there and watch that and see these guys ball out for a midseason thing because that's extra incentive. It allows people to do certain things. So I, I love that. Um, but to your point, I think these it, it even happens to us here on this podcast that I want to talk more and more about basketball, but it's just kind of like, Eh, Right now, like to me, like it's just like everything that's going crazy right now is the NFL. Right. And if I talk to you about basketball, I can talk to you about a lot of prospects coming up because I know we share things amongst ourselves, but people that I've played basketball with and and Harrison as well, like I know I share things with them and we're talking about the, the younger kids that are coming up in college basketball and so on and so forth. But the NBA is kind of just like, eh, right now. So this is all we really have to go off of. But I hope I can talk more about it soon, which I'm sure I will be able to. But right. the playoffs will be incredible. I mean, yes. it is
1: like the product itself is amazing. Like mm-hmm. all these things going crazy. Like there's so much talent in the league right now. It's just there's no drama to it because none of these games really mean anything because of how, how much parity there is. Like it doesn't really matter where they shake out 1 through 10 because – Great. They're, they're all good, so mm-hmm. any of them can beat anyone, which is a great problem to have come playoff time. But during the year, it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, all right, great. Uh, next. <laughs> um, since this man's 38th birthday, <laughs> he's absolutely been playing out of his mind. Yes, I'm talking about Harrison's favorite player of all time. Uh, it is Mr. LeBron James, uh, the kid from Akron, out here just dropped... Uh, another amazing stat line uh, put 48 up against the Rockets. Yes. The Rockets aren't a great team, uh, but they have a lot of really good young talent uh, to they Harris. Against Hornets, LeBron. Yep. Against the Rockets, yep. I yep. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's true. I, I can't, I can't go against this. This is truth. And it's, it's, he had eight rebounds, nine assists. So you almost had a triple double while doing this. Uh, and he shot 50% three-point line he went five for ten. Um uh, <laughs> it, it's just nuts that he's still doing this uh with Mr. Glass uh being down again aka playing clothes aka Anthony Davis um being down again uh but anthony davis was balling it's just if these two if Anthony Davis can stay healthy and these two can can do and put this together they are going to be a silent into the playoffs like they I think right now if the season ended they wouldn't be in the playoffs they're but one and, half, one and a half game out of the playing games I'm telling you Anthony Davis comes in they're making the playoffs and yeah. I would not be surprised if they gave uh one of the top seeded teams a run for their money and and advancing because with those two alone they can do a lot uh just uh, again Bron just just doing him again it's against the Rockets but I still don't want to take it for granted because we don't know how we probably got what, like four years left of LeBron. Maybe if that three, I'd probably say.
1: I think, you know, obviously he keeps saying he wants to play with Bronny. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you you never know. Or he could retire after this year. It's kind of, I don't know, but he's done everything. I think once he passes Kareem, what else is left? You know, I I mean, I know people want to do the rings thing and all that, but he has done everything. He's done everything. Um, true against the rockets yeah i mean <laughs> i'm gonna talk out of both sides of my mouth a little bit here <laughs> it's super imp- like the guy's 38 years old like yeah if jordan was putting up these numbers when he was on the wizards like it'd be it'd be a national story every single night and he's just doing it it's just like oh lebron did another triple double or another 40 point game like he's carrying that team that team is, sure is awful awful horrendous like it's a joke what they put on the pro- what what they put on the court with him it's embarrassing like, I just don't understand it. Like, he should be riding out his career with a top-five team. He should. it like, like, should. Like, and he's playing at that level, which is so maddening for a big LeBron fan to see him saddled with whatever roster this was put together by Rob Polinka. Like, I I am so mad about it. I'm so mad about
0: it. <laughs> it's such a waste. Uh, Yeah, I, I know Bron is still upset for opening his mouth and saying, yeah, let's get Russ. I know they keep going at Russ, but the thing is,
1: Bro, I'd ask Not for this. for a trade back to the Cavs so fast. <laughs> like so fast, bro. Just, just, just put me back there. Just put me yeah, back. Yeah, like there. get me out of here. Like, yeah, what are you doing.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. That, he won them one ring. He did. He yeah, came they, to do something, and that's been it. Holding.
1: They've obviously been holding the picks for some trade at the deadline. If they if they flame oh. out with a trade at the deadline, I right, it's, it's someone's got to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, someone's got to go. I heard them flirting with uh trying to get Kuzma back. And I just I just dropped my phone when I read it. I was just like, if you go and get Kuzma back and think that is the move that you need to make of one move, like you're out of your mind. Like leave Kuzma where he's at. Let him do him in Washington. Um, they could get this, try to get this guy, which would be uh a blockbuster move if they could absolutely do this. I highly doubt this won't happen. this will happen, but uh Trey Young looks like he's he's got a little uh, trouble in paradise down there in Atlanta. And I've been hearing rumblings uh, left and right and just keeping my ear to the to the streets about this one. But uh, Trey Young was fined by the Hawks for using a private jet during the 2022 NBA playoffs. Yes, that was the playoffs last year. And you're probably wondering why I'm bringing this up is because this is just surface. So apparently after they lost, he chartered a private jet. To fly back. Now, the reason why this is such a big deal right now is that <laughs> Trey, as I said, has been disgruntled with the Hawks. And apparently he's been going back and forth uh with their their GM and their relationship is has been deteriorating. Uh, which starting to seem like there is a trade option on the table for Trey Young, which I think is absolutely nuts. But it's possible, and we've seen people get traded for less, Harrison. So does Trey get moved?
1: Uh, No, I mean, I don't see that. I mean, he's just signed kind of an extension Mm -hmm. um, or a new contract. He's getting paid 37, 40, 43. Um, He's he's a max level player. Um, I don't see them moving off him, uh, but also, Trey Young, like you're not good enough for all this drama. Like, I love Trey Young, uh, but they're ninth right now in the East, and they have a better team than being ninth. And I, I just need to see a little bit more from him before he starts getting, you know, fined for taking his own plane and beefing with the GM and <laughs> beefing with the coach. And, you know, I just I don't like the path that he's kind of going on. Uh, uh-huh. So I, I need him to kind of turn that
0: around. Yeah, I don't I I think <laughs> I, like anything, him a lot. I do I like as well. Him. Yeah. I, I, I just think that if if they do make any moves, it won't be him. Like is I I don't want to see Trey leave, expect especially with the young core that they have, but they've already said that uh what's his name? Um uh, Collins first name. Uh John. Thank you. They've been beating uh, for the whole time he's been there. Yeah, and they 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 are have already allowed him to start looking for traits. um. So I, I did see that, which he he can move. Um, I, I think he can be a, a, I guess a good piece for a team that already has kind of everything else in place, right? Uh, he hasn't really lived up to the expectation that I thought he could live up to. Uh, but I don't think Trey moves anywhere. I think if anything, they fire they would fire the GM or or the uh, Nate McMillian before anything. Uh, before moving Trey, but uh, to your point, Trey, I needed to see the Trey that was going off against the Knicks. That's the Trey I need to see, that that playoff Trey. But I don't, I haven't really seen or felt like he's kind of been getting at it since then. If I'm being honest,
1: that's been my problem. Like I really like watching him play. I think his ceiling is like second round, and it's just like being a small guard in the NBA like that. Um there's going to be teams that kind of figure out a way to stop you taking yeah. you know thirty five footers. So you know, I, I love watching him play. He's exciting, but I'm not sure if he's a winning basketball player. That's fair.
0: that's fair. I, I just you know it's always funny to me, and I think people are, as you said earlier about another thing are are prisoners of the moment, especially when it comes to sports, but I think they, when they saw him shooting those thirty five foot three pointers, and the first thing people start saying is Steph Curry, and I was just like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold up, Steph got rings, So Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. let's let's not do that. um, yeah, but I, I do to your point, just not drive drive this into the ground here, but trey, I, I I hope to see them turn around. I just don't I don't know how I, I really feel about the Hawks in totality. Like, I just don't know how I feel about them. And they have a hard road to go up in the East. I mean, they're missing missing—they're missing some big pieces here that could help them get to that point. I don't mean, like, injuries, but they need to fill uh, this roster up a little bit more for them really to be a contenders. And I think they need to... I, I feel like he plays more iso ball than anything. His usage rate is just so high. Yeah. That's
1: really, yeah. I mean, and... and you know he's got the assist numbers, but they they run everything through him. Um, and then you know, if you're shooting, he's shooting 33 this year. So that's just not good enough from three. That's, that sucks. it's <laughs> not good enough. If you <laughs> want like Steph comparison, Steph shot 42% for his career. Like you're not even close.
0: <laughs> uh, that's why he's the greatest shooter of all time. <laughs> uh yeah. And with that being said, uh, this has been episode 84 of the Chasing Points Podcast. Uh, Harrison, I appreciate you for being on again. Uh, Love you, brother, for real. Uh, Is there anything you'd like to say before we get out of here? Uh, No. Happy happy, uh, playoff weekend. Okay. Fair. Uh this has been another episode of the Chasing Points podcast. You can listen to us on all major DSPs. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, follow us everywhere. Uh, we're also on the K104 website page. So go check that out as well. Uh, we thank y'all for listening. I would normally give you one of my things, little little stupid things, but I'm I'm too tired today. Love Happy y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>